but these one-to-one clients are there and they're offering money and they're saying they really want to work with me and they're saying that I have what they need. So I just keep taking on these one-to-one clients and every time I take on a one-to-one client, I get two feelings. Hi friends, welcome back to The Brand Is You podcast. I'm really excited to be connecting with you today and having conversations and chats about life, really, and how we can sort of practice certain rituals and practice arts of some kind, various kinds, to enhance our personal brands. And as you know, I... I live and breathe the fact that the brand is you. And I want to sort of talk about this for a minute in terms of what I mean when I say the brand is you. And then we're going to get into a conversation about letting go to create space for more of what you want in your brand, in your life, in your relationships, in your bank account, in your work, etc. But first and foremost, the brand is you is not is not intended to commoditize you. It's not intended to send you on this journey of constantly increasing your own personal value to increase your worth in the world, right? You are not a business yourself. You are a worthy, beautiful, entire being on your own. And when I say the brand is you, what I really mean by that is that Your work, your message, your voice, your artistry, your skills, your passions, your beliefs, your truth, the truest version of who you are and how that manifests and realizes itself in the world to actualize, to become something, to build your legacy, to share your story, to help others, that is what is portrayed through the brand, right? The essence of who you are gets to be the version of you that the world experiences. And through experiencing you, people get to find you and people get to choose you and people get to work with you because they resonate with you, because they like you, because they trust you and know you, and because in some form, they want what you have, whether it's a solution, whether it's an opportunity, whether it's an experience or a product that you're selling, your sole clients want something that you are showing them is possible for them, okay? And so when we talk about the brand being you, we're really talking about creating this really clear, expressive channel that that shows the world who you are and how you can help, right? And so on this journey with with myself in building my own personal brand and in working with hundreds of entrepreneurs, thousands to do this for themselves, there's one thing that is really obvious to me as a coach, as a creative, as a mentor, whatever you want to call me, um, this letting go in order to grow, in order to create space, in order to build and evolve is really, really, really important. And 
it's really hard, right? Learning how to surrender pieces of yourself, learning how to evolve and change and shift your identity, learning how to step into a new version of yourself and and really gracefully and compassionately letting go of aspects of yourself, aspects of your work, aspects of your business, aspects of who you are that are no longer serving your evolution or serving your growth, right, is really essential. So let's dive into this a little bit, okay? Because I I really questioned for a long time, like, what does it even mean to let go of something? I don't even really get it because the truth is, it felt to me for a long time that it was impossible to let go of who I was, right? There were so many pieces of my identity that were deeply ingrained in who I was. Conditions, beliefs, behaviors, habits, uh, conversations, friendships, relationships that I held onto for so long because the identity of those things had become so deeply ingrained with who I was that it felt impossible to let go of them. But that's not the case. And what I've learned is that we can put things down. We can change behaviors. We can adopt new habits in place of old ones. And through the practice of letting go and allowing ourselves to evolve and shift and really Um, get intentional about the version of ourselves that we want to become, we can create so much space for what is new and what is intended for us and what we really want, right? So here's been my practice lately, and I want to offer this to you in case it feels relevant for you in this juncture at this point in time in your own journey and in your own life. So here's a little bit of a a personal background. I am a, probably much like you, really habitual person, right? I get really into my comfort zones. I get all cozy in my nooks and crannies and the corners of my life. And I sink so deeply into those things. I mean, a lot of these habits, a lot of the ways that I am, a lot of the ways that you are, aren't even consciously chosen, right? We become these sort of self-informed robots, right? We, we do one thing enough times and then we don't even have to think about doing that thing anymore. It just becomes this neurological pathway that's formed in our brains and in our bodies and we start to show up in that way really rhythmically. But what I know through my own healing and my own growth and all this work that I do behind the scenes over here is that when we apply a little bit of atten- intention and attention to those actions and to those behaviors and to those habits, we can change, right? I think we would all agree here that we have the personal power to change, right? Maybe we can't change our external circumstance, 
but we can certainly change how we perceive it and how we handle it and how we respond to it. And so I've been on this really personal journey, this deep journey for honestly 10 years, okay, of ripping out these really old roots, these deeply ingrained ways of being, these thoughts and beliefs and conditions and habits and behaviors that that really aren't going to help get me where I want to go. And what I've learned in the process, I will preface this by saying that this is an ongoing process, right? I, I really don't believe that this process of letting go and creating space and, and experiencing something new ever ends, right? Because we are in constant evolution, we are aging, we are growing, we are experiencing new things. So I really want you to know that this isn't like a one and done sort of situation, right? This is a lifetime journey of letting something go in order to pick something else up. And in this process, what I have experienced is that every single time I let go of something that is no longer feeling as good as it once did, okay? When I let go of something that is no longer feeling really inspiring or really exciting or activating me on a really soulful level, okay? Then once I go through that process, once I accept like, oh man, this is no longer serving me, I need to put this down for a second and I really surrender it, the benefit and the um, result of that is that there is something new, something more inspiring, something more aligned waiting for me in the wings. Okay, now this process for me feels really sticky. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's not a smooth process. It doesn't feel seamless. It doesn't feel rhythmic or um, at all smooth. Okay, it feels bumpy and clunky and it takes a lot more work than I, I'm even happy to admit, right? I fill the pages of journals analyzing and trying to figure out if there's some way that I can hold on to something because with those neurological pathways that are created and inside those habits is a, is a comfort, right? Is a safety and a security that makes us feel really good. Okay, maybe I don't like the fact that I drink four cups of coffee a day, but the truth is I, I'm going to do it because that's what I know. And I like to stick to what I know because just like you, I'm a creature of habit. And sometimes we get so deeply ingrained and entrenched in these habits that aren't serving us, but that feel familiar, that we can't um, figure out or we can't unravel the difference between doing something just because we're doing it and doing something because it f it's actually helping us get to where we want to go. So I really look at every aspect of my life. Is this really actually contributing something good to my life? Is it enhancing my experience on a day-to-day -day basis? Is this giving me the energy that I need? Is it helping me move forward in the way that I want to move forward? Okay. And one of the questions I really love to ask myself on a regular basis is, if I do this today, is it going to help me get where I want to go tomorrow? Is doing this again 
actually a supportive thing for me or is it just getting me into a deeper hole, digging a deeper well that I'm going to have to eventually climb out of when I am ready to make this change or when I do realize that, hey, maybe four cups of coffee, coffee isn't actually serving me on a, on a bigger scale, right? On a bigger level. So this is one of the questions that I ask myself a lot. Is this actually supporting me in getting me to where I want to go? Is this delivering me to the place that I want to end up? And when I get really honest with myself about this, what I experience is that actually a ton of the things that I'm doing habitually every day aren't actually serving my future self. Ugh. And when I think about that and when I get really honest with that, um, there are two things that happen. First of all, I'm like, oh, really? Again? Like another surrendering? Another evolution? Another thing that I'm going to have to work on or get comfortable with again? Another thing I need to repattern or rehabit or reconsider for myself? in order to grow. So I have this initial feeling of like, oh God, here we go again, you know? And then the second thing happens. And the second thing happens when I actually start to take the action, when I actually start to let the thing go, when I actually begin the process of surrendering. There's a feeling of peace that comes over me that affirms my choice. Okay, so that feeling of heaviness, that feeling of, ugh, here we go again, another thing, another surrender, that feeling turns into peace the more I allow myself to surrender and the more I allow myself to let go. Now, that sounds nice. Peace sounds nice, right? We all want peace, particularly in this moment of time where there is a lot of collective friction and a lot of collective tension. We all desire more peace externally, internally, everywhere. Peace is satisfaction. Peace is calm. Peace is safe, right? But in the process of finding more peace, we have to get unsettled. We have to get really honest and we have to get really willing. So the way that I really define the letting go experience for myself is discomfort to more comfort. And in that process of ripping off sometimes, right? Like sometimes we are so connected to identities and we're so deeply entrenched in these habits that it literally feels like we are ripping off a band-aid or like digging the roots out of the garden that are somehow, you know, have somehow spread throughout the entire garden and we're there and we're trying to find the root and we're trying to get to the root and that process can be really excruciating. But in the process of discomfort, peace starts to find its way to you. And on the other side of peace is freedom. And on the other side of freedom is expression and abundance and sensation, excitement is this this true sense and feeling of aliveness, right? And when we allow ourselves to fully move through the process of letting go, we actually open ourselves up to experience a world of so much more, okay? So yes, 
we have to leave our comfort zone in order to let go of the things that bring us a sense of safety now. But what can safety look like in its expanded form? So if we reframe it to think to ourselves, like, I'm going to put this thing down in order to evolve. I'm going to surrender this in order to receive more of that. Then all of the sudden, this process of letting go sort of becomes this invitation to build something or welcome something new. So we can create something new by releasing the old. So here's here's a little personal example, okay? I am currently 18 days without alcohol. And if you've been following me for a while, you know that this sober curiosity, this journey has been sort of front of mind for me for over a year. I've been picking alcohol back up and putting alcohol down and letting it go and taking it back on. And I've really been trying to understand my relationship with alcohol, redefine it and and sort of try it on and then um, create space from it and then and bring it back in. And, And this has been a real journey for me. And on this journey, You know, I've had these beautiful insights and I've had really clear moments of knowing that I am happier, I am more energized, I am a better human being without alcohol in my life. And then I will take it and I will pick it back up and try it back on for a brief period of time just to test it again. You know, just to see, just like, well, what if I just drink on weekends? Or what if I just have three drinks a week? Or what if, what if, what if? And I think that in this attachment to the things in our lives in this trying to hold on to things, we actually limit ourselves. We limit our ability to experience the newness in its entirety, in its glory, because we are still sort of attached. We still maintain ties to something that we know is not actually serving us or is not actually good for us and where we want to go. So I'm on day 18 of not drinking. And this time, I am so clear and so aware that I am a better version of me. I am a woman that I like more without alcohol. It doesn't actually enhance my life anymore. It doesn't make me feel better. It doesn't give me the fun high that alcohol used to. It doesn't contribute to my purpose or my joy or my my anything. So I've decided to put alcohol down. Now, I have no idea if I will pick alcohol back up. It's a journey, right? It's, it's a constant journey. It's a constant choice. It's a constant trying on, picking up, putting back down. And I'm okay with that. I'm super happy with the journey. But every single time I pick it back up and put it back down, I get more clarity on what is actually for me, what is actually good for me. Now, if we take this example and apply it to our brands, if we take this example and apply it to our businesses, then here's what I see. I see that we take on Specific clients, for example, who serve us in the moment. They pay us, they support us, they want our work, we get to impact them. And in the moment, we feel like, yes, you know, this is great. I am receiving and I am giving. We're in this exchange together and I'm going to take this client on. 
Now, say I had decided that I wasn't going to take one-to-one clients anymore because it was actually slowing down my growth and slowing down my ability to serve the masses. And, and that was my, my true goal. But these one-to-one clients are there and they're offering money and they're saying they really want to work with me and they're saying that I have what they need. So I just keep taking on these one-to-one clients. And every time I take on a one-to-one client, I get two feelings. Ugh, oh no, another one-to-one client. And I get this feeling of, okay, great, temporary peace, temporary satisfaction, temporary fulfillment because I'm getting paid, I'm doing my work, and I'm making someone happy, and my bank account is filling up. Okay, now this is where we have a decision to make. Am I making decisions for my current self? Am I making decisions for the version of me that I am right now? Or am I going to be brave enough and courageous enough to make decisions for myself tomorrow? Oh my gosh, okay? Now this is where the TSN turning point happens. This is the moment in the game where everyone's jaw drops and they're like, oh my gosh, are they going to do it? Because it takes really bold action. It takes a lot of courage to say, hey, one-to-one client, I see you and I would love to help you and I would love to be the one who can who can do this for you. However, at this point in time, I'm not taking on one-to-one clients because I'm building out a membership or I'm building out my website or I'm actually applying to speak on stage so that I can serve the stadium so that I can fulfill my role, my goal of serving the masses. It takes a lot of bravery to say no to the temporary satisfaction of saying yes, okay? But when we let go and when we surrender, we have got to be willing to say no to immediate gratification in order to build and welcome in long-term growth and and satisfaction. We've got to be willing to put the long-term ahead of the short-term gain. And this is where we get really tripped up in that letting go process because we'll put something down and then the opportunity will come back in and we'll say, okay, just this once. Okay, I'll just take one more client. Okay, I'll just have one more drink. Okay, okay, okay. And in saying yes again, we are staying attached to the old version of self. We are staying attached to the old ways of doing business. We are staying attached to the old clients who aren't serving us anymore. You see? So we keep ourselves in this holding pattern where we aren't actually getting the thing that we ultimately want, but we're being satisfied right now. So my question for you is, oh my gosh, well, I have so many questions for you, but my my question for you right now is, what are the actions that you are taking in your brand, in your business, in your life, because the brand is you. So what are the actions that you're taking in your brand, in your business, in your life that are actually keeping you in alignment and keeping you in this, embedded in this version of yourself that is not the version of yourself that you dream of being tomorrow? And can you be brave enough? Can you be willing enough to put down the thing that is keeping you exactly where you are in order to welcome in something that is going to help you get where you want to go. This is such 
important secret sauce when it comes to building, right? Not maintaining, but building a brand business and life that you actually can't wait to wake up for, okay? So I'm on a journey of letting go. I'm on a journey of surrendering constantly, okay? Ways I speak to my kids, ways I show up in my marriage, ways I move my body, ways that I operate inside my brand and business. I'm constantly aware. I'm constantly looking Okay, and feeling like, is this still feeling good? Is this still serving me? Is this serving us? Is this helping my marriage? Is this supporting my kids? Is this really giving the best of me to my clients? And if the answer has even the slightest bit of no in it, then I get willing to let it go, to surrender it in order to welcome something else in. Okay, so my invitation for you this week is to get curious, right? It all starts with curiosity and it all starts with developing a sense of self-awareness in your own personal life, in your brand and business so that you can over time choose to put things down. And don't be afraid to play with that process, right? Much like my journey with sober curiosity, I've never judged myself, ever. I've never put myself down for, you know, trying again. And I think if we can maintain this sense of self-compassion on the journey and if we can have these really high-level, intelligent, honest conversations with ourselves and if we can encourage ourselves to continue to try, to continue to create that space and to create that distance between this old version of ourselves and this new version of ourselves, then we can really allow ourselves to move through the process with love, not judgment. We can move through the process with a creative mindset that allows us to stay focused on what we are developing over here while we do the work to put things down over here. And so more than letting go, can you consider what is being created in the wake of what you are surrendering. Because when you focus your energy and attention on what you are creating over here and allow the letting go and surrendering to happen over here, like the slow fade, right? You will apply more of your energy to what you're growing and what you're creating. And that is what you will manifest more of, right? Through aligned action, through um, creating these new habits, through developing new behaviors that support this part of you, the you that gets to come to life tomorrow and the day after and the day after and the day after to really give you more of what you want, as opposed to continuing to do more of the same, which is only going to replicate what you already have. So I'm over here on this constant journey and I'm on this constant sort of roller coaster of, of, you know, trying things on, letting things go, surrendering something, welcoming something new. And I love this journey. I love the process now, now that I know it. And now that I feel safe in that constant evolution, I don't fear it anymore. And I don't get scared of putting things down for a little bit of time, even if it appears that that thing might be working for me. Because what if the thing that is working for me is actually just helping me maintain a version of myself, right? But what if 
I tried to create a little bit of space between me and that thing that's maintaining the life that I currently have in order to try something new. And what if that thing, what if that new thing that I get willing to try actually propels me forward into the vision that I have for myself? So allow yourself to get curious. Allow yourself to play with the idea of putting something down. Put down the idea of booking 10 new one-to-one clients and see what happens. Put down the idea of drinking on weekends. Put down the idea of, you know, doing whatever it is that you're really habitually doing right now in order to see, in order to become aware of what actions, habits, behaviors, and opportunities might, or no, sorry, what actions, habits, and behaviors might support you in creating new opportunities, okay? Remember that the brand is you, and this is a messy journey. I hope that you know that. I hope that you know behind every beautiful personal personal brand is a messy human who is figuring it out just like you and me. So let that shit go, yeah? Welcome in the new and see what it allows you to experience on the other side. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I love you. I hope that it inspired you to really look at your life, at your business, at your brand, and to really, really honestly see what you're holding on to that is no longer serving you. And potentially beyond that, what you could pick up or what you could try on that will serve you in getting closer to where you want to be. I love you so much. If this podcast resonated with you, share it. You know, share it with your community, spread the love, tag me on Instagram, and let's get the word out there because this is good work. I love you, and I will see you next week on the Brand Is You podcast.